You're listening to the Fat Dude Digs Flicks Movie Podcast Network. What is up, everybody? This is Andy, the resident fat dude of Fat Dude Digs Flicks, coming to you recorded from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And it is nice to be back with an all-new episode. Uh, I've been gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, stuff. Um, but it's it's kind of nice to kind of get back into the swing of things. And what better to kick that off, kick it into high gear, uh, than with returning guest, a new member of the Two Timers Club, Nathan Holtz. Uh, Nathan has a lot of events coming up in the future. Specifically, this weekend, he's got a comedy show at the new Bosses Sports Bar in T, South Dakota. And then next week is the Snow Jam Comedy Fest. You'll get all the details from Nathan in this interview. So let's go for it. Let's let's kick things off. Let's get this wagon train a-moving. Um, and we'll also talk about the movie Sleepwalk with me as well. Uh, but let's do this. Go ahead and pop your popcorn, grab your soft drink, kick back, relax, and let's talk about... Snow Jam and Sleepwalk with me. All right, everyone. Welcome to an all new episode of Let's Talk About. And I am thrilled uh, to have a new addition to the Two Timer Club. Uh, this is his second time on the show. Uh, local comedian, just a delightful human being, Nathan Holtz. Nathan, how you doing, buddy? I am so great. I'm so great. I, I'm on like a press tour. So you're like the 10th podcast I asked to be on. I asked you second, right? I asked the backlog yeah. boys first. Yep. And then, yep. I, then I literally almost copied and pasted the message to you. I was like, yeah. this is the, the, and so we just, we had a, we had a little homework for this one. So we had to push it back. Right. Right. But right. I am so excited to be here, man. It was, so it excited. was, it was so funny because it was like right after we agreed, uh, you know, we're like, yeah, I'd love to have you on. Love to have you back on. We can talk about whatever uh, come, we came up with a homework assignment, which our featured movie of the week is Mike Berbiglia's Sleepwalk with Me. We'll get into that later. Um, but you you, you kind of, you know, we're on the media blitz. And then like literally after our conversation ended, I went on Facebook and you were like, uh, how, who's has a podcast and how do I get on it? And I was like, yeah. this man, this man knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I have shit to promote. I want to be yeah. on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. So I, I swear. Yeah. Um, fuck it. We're, we're swear. We swear on the show, <laughs> but I, you know, I feel like it's funny because I, I don't really have any restrictions about swearing, but yeah. everybody is always, always asks, is it okay if we swear? And I'm like, yeah, just say what you need to say. And I still don't put the like parental warning that I feel like I'm supposed to on podcast. I just, it's a word. And unless someone gets like belligerent, that'll, that's a different story. I, I, I don't know what adult plays podcasts mm -hmm. in front of kids. Yeah. That's confusing to me because yeah. even as a kid, like talk radio, just put me right to sleep. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like just it could be the most wild stuff happening but i yeah. would still just go right to bed because just talking oh yeah. adult talk blah 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 blah. when can we listen to will smith and so like 
that's all that I cared about as a kid. So the fact that I, I kids probably aren't paying attention anyway, but right. also don't listen to podcasts in front of your kids. Let them listen to Will Smith. That's what they want to hear. <laughs> like, give me because Wild like, Wild oh, West. Man, give right? me Miami. Yeah. <laughs> give me the city where the heat is on. I'll land that's on the beach to the break. You know? Yeah, that's what we want. That's what I'm that's what we want. Ami, ami. <laughs> well, I am, like I said, I am I am overjoyed to have you back on the show. Um Who's and else, like I, who else is in the two timer club? I'd like to know. So there are you are, you are, you're in pretty good company. There are a few people in two timer club, Casey, um, uh, Blake, uh, Brian, you know, the backlot six Oh five guys are part of the two, the, this yeah. two timer club. Uh, Jess Johansson is in the two timer club. Uh, He's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, Christine Peets is in the two timer club. Uh, but Christine and Ryan Stoic are actually in the three timer club. Uh, mm-hmm. they have been on the show three times. So, you know, Ryan Stoic cannot that I can't. I we gotta we gotta take one of those off the internet. <laughs> I can't be I can't be outdone by Ryan Stoic. With with Ryan though, Mr. Ryan has been on a lot. <laughs> Such cocked walk. Who? Yeah. yeah, Ryan. No. He's he's been on a lot. I can't. No, take yeah. it out because I I can't be behind Mister Too Much Cock to Walk. Is what I <laughs> what I said. <laughs> We're 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 gonna we're gonna take off the Aquaman episode uh, and the Shazam episode uh, just so that Ryan can can even it out a little bit and only have so many like good things going on in his world. Yeah, yeah, that guy's got too, too much going on, right? Yeah, That's... it's too good. He's he's got it too good. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So you are on this episode. You know, we're going to we're going to follow the same protocol at the end of the episode as we usually would. We'll talk about a movie, of course, but you're here because primarily uh, you've got some stuff going on this weekend and the following weekend that you wanted to promote that uh, kind of revolves around your stand up comedy. Before we promote that. I want to kind of, I want to kind of chat with you about stand-up. I know, I know. Listen, you'll, you'll get to it. You'll have plenty of time. You'll get to talk about it like five times. So, um, but and I think we, I think we kind of talked about this before, but yeah. how did you, how did you get into stand-up? Like what, 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 what was your calling to stand-up and, and how did you get started with that? So what, um, I think I talked about this. I talk about this a lot, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's, there's the funny story and then there's like the real story and I'll, I, sure. I respect the podcast. I'll give you the real story. Okay. okay. So uh, when we were growing up, I had cable, right? Mm-hmm. I was very fortunate. My parents uh, knew I needed cable yeah. and for the longest time, the only channels that existed in my brain on cable were comedy central and spike tv because they were also doing like comedy adjacent stuff right yeah. so like all i watched was comedy central so like premium blend uh you know like the comedy uh um comedy half hours and then yeah. like the regular specials and then a few like the sketch shows and stuff like that so that's all that existed for me for a very very long time and sure. so when i was 12 we went to valley fair not valley fair um Camp Snoopy, which is now okay. Nickelodeon Land in the Mall of America, yeah. and we got a caricature done. And the guy was talking to me what what I wanted to be when I grow up, 
And I was like, well, I'm either going to be an aggressive roller skater professional, <laughs> which did not happen. <laughs> or I talked about, I talked about, uh, I, I wanted to do impersonations, right? So I wanted to do, I wanted to be an impersonator, which is essentially stand-up comedy, right? But yeah. I'm watching like old 80s uh, stand-up comedy specials from like, you know, from Comedy Central and stuff like that. Right? When Comedy Central first dropped, they also had was like the 80s comedy. And so that was a big thing, right. you know, it was just like, thank you very much. You know, like they just did, you know, I'm not a crook. And so yeah. like I did, I, I thought I had a, a pretty killer impersonations as a, as a soprano in my choir you know <laughs> sitting there so there's a character of me and I, I hope to get it from my parents someday of of yeah. me essentially doing stand-up as a 12 year old yeah um and so I've kind of always loved that and then performing was always my thing so acting was my first you know love yeah um I was uni the unicorn dog at the Buffalo Creek players in our hometown and uh and then I was like oh I have to play football because i'm a 250 pound eighth grader you know yep. so i have to i have yep. to play football and so seventh and eighth grade i played for or seventh grade i played football and then um eighth grade my we were going to sign me up and apparently i didn't know this my the coach came to my mother and was like don't sign him up <laughs> and it's not because i wasn't bad it was because i didn't have he's he's like he's a great person and a good, like he's pretty good at his position, but he doesn't have the killer instinct. Mm -hmm. Like he has no, <laughs> no killer instinct. Like he doesn't, he doesn't go for the attack. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm more interested in picking the guy up than putting him down. Yep. I guess is I, is the I wish, I wish that my high school football coaches would have done that. Like I played ninth grade football, uh, Louisville High School in Louisville, Texas. And Texas, you know, like like Varsity Blue says, football is life, you know, uh, clear yeah. eyes, full hearts can't lose, uh, Friday Night Lights. Like it is, it's like that. Uh, and I played my freshman year and that was it because I didn't have the passion for it. I didn't have the love for it, but I'm six yeah. foot six, 300 something pounds and yeah. they were determined to make me into a football player i had to be yeah. the one who said no nope this is not this is not what i want to do i wish they would have been like it's not you yeah well and and that's the thing too is like i i didn't know that because i my brother my brother is 12 years older than i am i watched i i, I went to every home game Right. And I just watched my brother play, you know, tight end. And he was like, you know, just so good. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, he's 12 years older than I am. So, sure. you know, <laughs> it's like five, but like, uh, you know, I was so, I, I just wanted to be my brother Skipper, you yeah. know? And so, and so Skipper was in a, a, a like a, an acapella um, singing group of the choir, right. For like sectionals or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? What was the choir? The choir competition? It's like was honors it, or like yeah, I think so. It's it's it feels like it's different yeah. where uh, everywhere, but yeah, like uh, uh, honor. I don't know. Honor choir sounds good though. Yeah, but it's not like a, it's like a competition where you get like superior, excellent, yep. all that kind of stuff. He he did. He was like a, a chorus group for that, and so like I wanted to do that, and I wanted to play football, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to run track, like that. He also did, but um. But I also love performing. Like I always loved performing. So, um, 
seventh grade year, I did tech for the the musical, right? Sure. And just having so much fun with that and not even performing, just helping. Yeah. And uh, the next year I went out for the plays and stuff like that. And then I mm-hmm. did plays all through high school. And then I went to college for theater. Yeah. Um, so I went to Augustana College right here in Sioux Falls. And then, um, yeah, I loved it. But then I was also into improv comedy. I don't know if you're familiar. <laughs> yes, and the cessation of, of improv comedy. So I did that for I did that through high school, but it was weird. It was like just say no improv. Yeah. So okay. it's like it's like not improv. It's like sketches mm-hmm. where you try to tell kids not to do drugs and stuff like that. And so I was like, I can do that college and so we sure. went to college and I was like oh this is real improv this is whose line is it anyway this is um all that kind of stuff and so I really yeah. fell in love with that and so you know I was doing a lot of that in college and then um I got I went to uh rehab I'm recovering drug addict been clean for 12 12 13 years 13 yeah, years, 2008 so coming up on 14 years which awesome. is awesome cool. and uh when I came back, I wanted to get back in improv, but all the people, because in improv, you have to kind of be tight with people. You have to kind of understand how their brain works a little bit. Yeah. And so I was gone a year and I got one more year with my friends before they left and I didn't want to start over. And so I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, I only had a couple of years left and all my, my buddies that I knew how they Improvised. I, I could improvise with them. They knew how I improvised. Uh, essentially, pick up the pieces, and so I was like, I got to figure out how to do this by myself. Yeah. And so, senior year of college, I took an independent study, two independent studies, one for um, improv, which I did with my my core group of improviser friends, right, and then um, I did a. I did another independent study of stand-up comedy. Okay. So with independent study, you have to create your own curriculum, right? You, you basically create your class. And so not knowing anything about writing an act or performing it or doing anything like that and having no one at the school that could, I could turn to, I was like, it's reasonable for me to have 20 minutes of material at the end of this semester. Yeah. And I'm going to perform that in front of this improv group. I'm going to open for this improv group that I'm also in. Yeah. And um, so I don't know if you know this about stand-up comedy. It's very difficult to write five minutes of material. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I, I did. I wrote 20 minutes. And I'm still proud of some of the jokes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, you know they're not all winners right uh, but so i did 20 minutes and the the show i was talking about that i was going to open for there were um we had been doing improv together for four years right yeah. and we we got pretty good but we realized all four of us had never really been on stage at the same time because the group needed strong performers so they kind of split us up Right. And so yeah. all four of us were on these posters. We did a lot of marketing. We did a midnight show right after finals. Yeah. Right. And 310 people showed up to this show. 
Wow. At the Augustana Theater. And so it's a sold out show. And yeah. We're doing like, this is the most proud, this is the funniest I've ever been. I had, we had ushers taking drink orders for the show. Yeah. You know, just like soda and stuff like that. But we didn't serve drinks. <laughs> like, so you'd be, you'd be brought to your seat. And you'd be like, okay. And then they, I would have them write down drink orders. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no drink allowed in the theater. So it's just like, <laughs> it's the funniest I've ever, the funniest thing I've ever done. I. <laughs> 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 so anyway uh do the show i i open for it i do 20 minutes it goes surprisingly well um my parents came and they 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 enjoyed it um it went well it went well it went yeah. well i did 20 minutes and i there's video somewhere and i think i sold the camera that it's on but oh. somewhere there's a canon uh, uh, GL 800 with, uh, with a mini DV tape that has my first stand-up set on there. Oh, but uh, my parents oh, look at me and I was like, what did you think? And they go, uh, it'd be a lot funnier if it was someone else's kid. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's a quote on my, that's a quote on my website. That's yeah. a quote in my bio. <laughs> but it's um, yeah, so a good line. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really good line. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I, 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 I that's kind of the story, how yeah. I actually did it. What I usually just say is like, I've always wanted to do it. Um, my friends were leaving. I had to figure out how to be funny first. Yeah. But that's that's kind of the, the real story. Yeah. And, and I've been doing it a long time. I've kind of, I've made sacrifices in my life to make sure that this can be my career. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've, not taken good good jobs and i've sacrificed some some money just to live my dream but but isn't that kind of the i mean that that feels like that's the the story that goes along with a lot of people who are in the world of stand-up comedy where it's like they are so focused on that that's that's their goal that's what they're shooting towards and everything else around that is just kind of you know whatever it takes to get there so i mean it feels like it feels like that's what you have to do in order to to make this especially if you know if you're as funny a as funny as you are and who wants to kind of keep this going oh i i think you're hilarious you yeah (laughs) you know very good if yeah, you haven't heard me, very good. yeah, you're very good at what you opportunities do. to hear me as <laughs> <laughs> I shoehorn my promo in. That's that's know, plug but, number one. That's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I want I want you to plug the hell out of this. So hold on to that for like just like like a few more minutes. No, no. Give me just yeah. a couple more minutes. Yeah. Um, I I'm always interested in influences for for anybody doing doing anything that they're super passionate about were there were there particular specials that you really 
like i don't know if they were they just really got you interested in this or you know people that you kind of kind of mixed yourself into or or how did that work the problem is is i i i truly love stand-up yeah so there's there's not like even if i wasn't like super into something i still loved it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so like i'm i'm not really a cat williams fan sure right cat williams is a phenomenal comedian him and i don't connect but he's still super funny yeah so like i've seen most of the cat williams specials do i remember a lot of them no absolutely not uh richard Pryor, george carlin so like all of them all every every bit of even the worst stand-up is still like fun for me not a i mean it's it is even if it isn't at that moment but like it's still fun for i love stand-up comedy like it's 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 in me so even when someone's it's not my thing Mm -hmm. i still kind of love it you know what i mean like it's like watching the you know it's like watching a a movie that you're not into Mm -hmm. you're still watching a movie yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like i I don't like olives on my pizza, but it's still freaking pizza. You know, that's right. <laughs> that's that's it. So, but like, I, there are some specials that that stay with me mm-hmm. a lot more than than others, obviously. Yeah. So I can the the probably the big three that have been I've heard I've listened to the most probably four would be um, Class Clown from George Carlin, mm-hmm. right? That's an early clap count, cla- um, Carlin. Uh, album it's the one with the the seven things you can't see on television right yeah yeah i actually wrote a paper on that in college yeah uh about the censorship that 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 brought out and did you know that it's like 87 percent clean like it could be a dry bar special wow wow until that last, until that last eight minutes yeah right so eight minutes of a 60 minute comedy special are the filthiest things <laughs> that created censorship laws in this country yeah. right and wow. the other part could literally be done in a church <laughs> yeah i'm serious i'm serious yeah, yeah. um and so i i love that i love that now now yeah. that i know that right now that i do a bunch of research and, and stuff like that i've always but i've always loved that album right sure i look up dirty words and then but also it was just like super funny he's talking funny. about being class clown in class stuff like that and then um I listened to David Spade's Take the Hit okay. special. I, I downloaded it on Kazaa. Do you remember mm-hmm. Kazaa or Bear Oh, Share? yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think it was Bear Share. Yeah. And we just listened to David Spade's Take That. Me and my friend Ryan Schreifels would drive anywhere we'd drive to. We'd just listen to that comedy special. Um, it was, it's so, the, the beginning sucks. Um, he's talking about like Arizona weather and it's, whatever it's awful yeah yeah but as soon as he starts getting into his dry sarcastic rhythmic you know he's is very very good um and then um more recently we have um uh, natural selection by chad daniels okay um chad daniels is from minnesota he's from fergus falls he lives in fergus falls but he's been on a bunch of late night um he's kind of the comedian's the comics comic right sure. now and he's the most perfect asshole like he's the nicest asshole and okay. uh and then the big one is mike Birbiglia's sleepwalk with me yeah which 
is the reason we're talking today. Yeah, coincidentally enough. uh, But but the real reason that we're talking today, Nathan, uh, is because you've got... (laughs) <laughs> see see i like okay at first i segued and then you ran with it yeah, uh, yeah. You, you took it now i'm gonna shoehorn your promo in there yeah, yeah so so you've got shows coming up I and do. the first one is coming up this weekend if i remember correctly um and that is that you're you are participating in kind of not with a festival correct yeah so january 15th i will be opening I'll be the first headlining comedian at the new bosses in T South Dakota. Awesome. Right. So boss bought the T steakhouse. They're moving the comedy club to that mm-hmm. for the most part, I think full time after another thing we're going to talk about. Um, and so the, the first show they're doing there is, yeah. uh, is me. So I'm very, very excited about it. Now I need, when does this drop? So Thursday? this is gonna, this is coming out. No, this is coming out tomorrow. This tomorrow, is, it's a Taco Tuesday podcast. Okay, Tuesday. Sorry, yeah, that went, that was so dumb. I know that. I know that. <laughs> subscribe. It comes up. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, Tuesday. Um. So we're almost like the tables are selling out. So awesome. we are we are very excited. So if you want to get a sh- get come see the show, you need yeah. to come now, right? You need okay. to get tickets. If you go to the Bosses Comedy Club pages, you can get a link to buy some seats because it is going fast. We're, I think yeah. we're sold like, I don't remember. It was like nine out of 15 tables or 16 tables or something like that. So yeah. it's 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 almost sold out. So, yeah. But it's a big deal because I used to own Bosses Comedy Club and I sold yeah. it two years ago. And so it's kind of a like a, you know, like yeah. a nod to me. Right. Yeah, I've been doing this in this town for a long time and doing it, making it. Uh, I hate, I hate, I hate this part. I, I, I hate like talking myself up. You know what sure. I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm very good, but I, yes. I've been doing a lot for comedy in this town. And so it's kind of a nice nod to me. Yeah. And so I, I'm very appreciative of these guys for letting me be there. So. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, that's very true. You, you have been kind of, you know, a super talented yourself and, and continually stretching your act out and your workout to, to, to make yourself better, but you are the biggest advocate for everybody else in this town who is doing comedy. Yeah. Like you will always have a kind word to say about anybody else who's, who's, you know, telling jokes and, and getting up in front of a crowd and doing it and trying to make sure that they get in front of as many people as possible. Yeah. And I think, you know, getting a chance where it's your time to shine again, you know, it, yeah. it's, it feels like it's the right move. Like there's, there's nobody else who, who should be doing this other than you. So it was very nice of the, so the, the owner of bosses and the co my old co-owner was yeah. uh, texted me. He's like, I'm opening the new spot. I want you to be the first place. So it was, it was real sweet, yeah. you know, um, late night text is how this whole thing started. So it was kind of a fun, uh, fun little nod to that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, who's, so you're, you're headlining who's, who's yeah. opening for you. Um, the current owners and okay. our managing, managing co-owners uh, would be uh, Luke Johnson and Skylar Bulks are going to be the, uh, the, the two acts before me. Nice. So. So yeah, nice. it's kind of all for a circle. It's just the boss family. Yeah. This coming, you know, grandpa's coming home. Tell tell some stories. 
<laughs> is this is is the new location is it bigger than the previous location or is it just just a different space like what's what do you do I'm, I'm you know you're not the manager anymore sure. but do you have any idea what's it's, kind of a, motivated them it's technically smaller um, okay but they have more control over the room the yeah. the ramada it was a great place especially when we were trying to social distance uh than in that packed little sardine room i had for 40 seats originally and yeah. so they moved to the ramada they could fill more seats especially with with covid we could socially distance we could be a lot safer um and it worked out great now that the events they're filling that hall with events and private events and stuff like that it's just becoming more and harder to schedule and so they're mm-hmm it's becoming hard harder to work together and so with this new space opening up they had a a wonderful ballroom that's a roughly the same size and uh we we have a lot more control over they have a lot more control over what can happen there and when can things happen and what can so sure sure so it's 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 a really good it's the thing about running a club that people don't understand is you have to have control to make it good and be consistent right. and and they didn't have a lot of that at the ramada so i think it's yeah. a good move for them i think the ramada is going to be happy to have that space back not have us uh you know uh hoodlums coming in every wednesday and, <laughs> and we um so what you you kind of mentioned that people should get their tickets now what's what's the other show information this is this is what are the times what's january, the website that they can go to january 15th at 8 p.m you can get tickets at Last Stop or Westside Glass Emporium. Um, okay. I think if you go, go by to West, you can win some merch uh, that I have. I have some koozies that are you can win. Otherwise, you can come to the show. I, I basically give them away. So. Yeah, nice. um, whatever you want to give me, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you can go to my Facebook. You'll see the event there. Um, you can go to anybody, right? You can just find, just type in Bosses Comedy Club, and it'll be the next event. So sure. Awesome. Yeah, there's a WordPress, but it's long, and I don't want to give it to everybody. <laughs> you <laughs> so, have to remember all of it. <laughs> com backslash Nathan slash holds the January fifteenth at bosses in T. You know, like it's 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 That's ridiculous what Google's long for. Line. So, but yeah, yeah. If you don't know by now, no, I'm kidding. You should. <laughs> if you if you have a problem, just reach out to me, and I'll send you a link. Yeah. So then following that, the, the, is it the next weekend? Is that when the, the big next week, that's that when next snow week. jam hits. So, so my show is January 15th, but the, the reason I really wanted to come on here, Andrew, mm-hmm. is yeah, I am part of a snow jam comedy festival, yes. which is a festival that brings 30 comics from all over the country, previously all over the world, but you know, the world's gotten a little smaller. Um, uh, previously all, all over the country they're going to come to sioux falls uh, they're going to come to the best place on earth at the worst time um so january 19th to 22nd we are going to have like seven eight shows six seven eight shows i don't remember there's a lot happening in that time yeah. frame where comics are going to be doing stuff all to raise money for the special olympics of south dakota right so net proceeds of all of the events go to the special olympics and this year we went overboard we yeah. we literally have too much going on the first night the 19th at seven or eight o'clock i don't remember finding it out um 
Google it. <laughs> yeah, it's at Snow Jam Comedy Festival. It's snow without a W, jam, as in the stuff you eat on toast, the comedy, as in the thing we're talking about, and fest.com. Um, the uh, you, You're going to love this. You watch Hulu, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen Solar Opposites? I have not, but I've heard that it's quite good. It's very, very good. And yeah. the girl alien is Mary Mack. It's voiced by Mary Mack. And Mary okay. Mack is going to be opening up our festival with her wow. husband Tim Harmson. So Mary Mack's very funny. She was on uh, Conan a bunch of times. She's been on Last Comic Standing. She did really well in Last Comic Standing. She's from Minneapolis, uh, Wisconsin originally. She's hilarious. And it's a completely clean show. And then her husband, Tim Harmson, who's also been on Comedy Central and uh, has a dry bar special out that's very, very good, is going to be opening our festival on the 19th, that Wednesday. Sure. And then... We're going to have our regular festival scheduled programming, right? Where we have the 30 comics uh, doing six different shows where we do stand up. Then we also play some games. It's like some game show type games, right? We have yeah. uh, That's Debatable, which is a comedy debate show. We have Vocabularis, which is like um, all the board games you love to play, but the, the funniest people are, are the ones playing. Right. <laughs> it's kind of that, but they're supposed to give the wrong answers instead of the good, the real ones. Yeah. Um, and then we also have punchline punch out where comics are giving given um, things, topics to write on, and they go head to head in a in a tournament style uh, joke off. What? It's very, very fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, and then then just also we get to see these people stand up. Right. So they yeah. get, you know, minutes to just come on and do that stuff. So there's a lot of events happening at both Remedy Brewing and Boss's Comedy Club. And that's going to be at the Ramada on Russell, not okay. at P. Okay. Right. Maybe in the few, next few years we'll have it in T. But right now it's just going to be at the Ramada at Russell. Sure. Right. So those should be the last events there. So yeah. come on out before, before it's gone. <laughs> so when you you're you're kind of are, oh, you're one of the organ- oh go ahead i'm, I'm sorry uh the 22nd the end of the festival the last night the last show we have dennis regan right okay. so so you know brian regan his brother who's yeah. been on more television shows than we can count like literally right. we ran out of space on the on <laughs> in the in the area we can put bios of how many places he's been so he very, very funny, uh, all clean comedy. He's also has a dry bar, yeah. um, been doing it a long time. He's going to be closing the festival. So. Awesome. So you're, you're an organizer for this. Is that correct? Are you someone yeah, that's the kind of brains behind this? I'm one of the co-founders. So yeah. we started it six years ago. This is our sixth annual snow jam comedy festival. And then, um, uh, I'm one of the co-founders and co-producers, and then we added more this year because we are now officially a nonprofit organization. So yeah. we we were able to do a lot more for the Special Olympics. So yeah, I I, I think the nonprofit end of things, the the the, the donations to the Special Olympics, that's near and dear to my heart. So I that I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. I just wonder how much like how much work goes into putting something like this together because you know there's more going on than just these performances this is something that probably takes you know once this festival is over you start planning for the next one is that kind of how it all that's how it up? should be that's yeah. exactly how it should be we yeah we are we are uh we, we're very very lucky to have excellent people working with us we've got yeah. seven amazing board 
members this year, we just took on a bunch more with the nonprofit status. Yeah. And so um, we had a little slow start mm-hmm. to getting this one, mainly because we didn't know if we were going to be able to do it. Yeah. And we're, you know, it's still kind of iffy. We are going ahead as planned. Uh, we just hope everyone comes masked and vaxxed. Yep. Um, if not, sorry. You, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You live your life, I guess. But yeah. the, um, please <laughs> please be safe do, but do, do you goes, do you mandate masks to, to get in or, or vaccination anything like that or are you kind of like please do this or or you gotta go no yeah yeah that's okay that's okay that's okay yeah but I, you hope but you hope i we strongly encourage yeah strongly yeah. encourage the, the thing is, is they're not our venues right if we right. own the venues we do they're not yeah. our venues. The, the venues, are, the venue sponsors are being very, very generous and, and yeah. donating their event spaces, which cost thousands of dollars to rent. Yes. Right. And so yes. we, we, the last thing we want to do is, is put words in their mouth or right. whatever in their, in their brain. Right. Yeah. And, and, and maybe they even agree with us, but yeah. it's, it's just not something we're ready to do. So, yeah. but we do highly strongly encourage people mm-hmm. to mask up come with a booster shot that nos shot right in the arm but yeah. if you're not i you know i'm not gonna we're not right. gonna bully you right yeah. it's yeah just be safe yeah that's all we ask uh the question was we have a lot of great people working on this all year round yes, yes. um we you know it's not as much gets done earlier in the year until it's mm-hmm. start, you start to see the date come right so we're still kind of putting stuff together yeah. i gotta go print t-shirts here and <laughs> after this so <laughs> but um no we, we've been working on a lot of your uh, dan Bublitz jr who's a phenomenal comedian uh, um kind of it's kind of his brainchild um and i was lucky enough to to be in on the joke it, this yeah. all started as a joke yeah um him and timmy williams from the whitest kids you know were talking about how fun it would be to bring a fest have a festival in south dakota in january <laughs> and so because it's the best place in the world but the yeah. worst time to come absolutely you know, so we, it's, it's kind of our it's kind of our, our great prank is yeah. is like hey come come here see how much fun this is doesn't it suck you know but like, <laughs> i love this yeah. city isn't it terrible <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love this place. it sucks yeah it's, it sucks right now yeah. yeah just imagine how it is in the summer it's so beautiful <laughs> you, you oh know? yeah so uh that's kind of, it's kind of our, our, our mass joke, but we we're very, very proud of what we've done over the yeah. past year. We're, I'm so excited for this year. This yeah. year is like I said, the biggest year we've ever had. We've never had two closers. We never, like, we've never had just, I mean, we had three awesome headliners and then 30 comics that blew our judges off the water, yeah. out of the water. Like we could, we had 250 selections, um, yeah. submissions this year which is too many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, keep, keep them coming, make it harder for every year, but we could yeah. have filled three snow jams and not, and, and still not had a stinker. Like it's, it's yeah. crazy to narrow 250 excellent comedians mm-hmm. down to 30 amazing. Comedians. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's just, yeah. and we've got some local ones. Uh, we got like great local t- talent that is it. Cause it wouldn't be a South Dakota festival. without some South Dakota comedians. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Uh, does does that fill? Did I promo well? I think so. I think you did a great okay. job. I, th- I think right. that 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 uh, uh, 
drives people to to come to the show um so let's see okay so this is taking place uh starts january 19th runs through the 22nd yes uh and it is at the bosses uh comedy in at the ramada and remedy brewing correct yes yeah. at ethan railroad yep and there and there's also a couple of, like other things like there's an open mic at spellbound magic theater okay um and so if you andy you want to get on stage tell some jokes <laughs> i'm i'm not that can, funny you, not that you, funny you are that funny <laughs> I, I believe that that you are <laughs> um who hurt you right you need to believe in yourself that's the but thing how, how many movies is the message believe in yourself in that box right behind you like probably in in the box there's probably at least 50 where that's the underlying message we talked about I'm billy madison you, and happy gilmore in there that's the underlying like, message of those two movies absolutely so yeah. i'm saying you need to you need to follow your dreams all right andy yeah. i'm telling you i could i could so. get up there for about five minutes and talk about movies and try and that's remember remember the punchlines for most of those movies it, it's the, I, I watched i just got done re-watching sleepwalk with me i know how hard it can be <laughs> i gotta really train my brain for that uh no i um so you check out check it out there's a lot yeah. going on on the website check the website you're gonna be eight bucks 75 bucks and you get to see every event. And again, all the net proceeds go to the net proceeds go to the Special Olympics of South Dakota. Mm-hmm. So um, the more money, the more people come out, the more money we can raise, the more we can give to such amazing programs. Yeah. Last last few years, they've been using our donations specifically to handle um, integration in schools, right? Yeah. So getting uh, special athletes in the, the gen pop of normal sports and stuff and getting them you know um involved and getting more people to uh, you know uh, be integrated right yeah yeah live all as one so right yeah i i think that's i think that's wonderful i think that's a wonderful cause and i think it's a wonderful event i think just just having the opportunity to have something like that here uh where it's it's great to have south dakota comics represented but it's really cool to be able to say hey well this person came all the way from you know yeah. wherever to to perform Alaska, here in south dakota California, yeah New York, north carolina florida texas louisiana yeah. chicago um wisconsin michigan yeah. colorado i mean everywhere yeah everywhere everywhere so yeah. we've also got the most women we've ever had in this year we had the most women Excellent. submissions this year super excited about that so so uh, yeah 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 i yeah i'm 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 super excited uh i would highly recommend that if you're listening right now you probably already have kind of made your mind up that you're you're wanting to be there uh but i would say take that last step buy those tickets and uh you know do it you're doing it for a good cause but you also get a really really good show um are there events that are kind of happening at the same time is there like a like a festival schedule or it's just you will be able to make everything work right everything it might be tight a couple times yeah um yeah but if you you can you can make it to every show and i have and well (laughs) everyone can make it yeah it is usually if the other show starts late 
uh, or, you know, ends late, usually the next show starts late. So yeah. it's just, we we're, you know, we all want to be there. We all want to, mm-hmm. you know, have fun and, and do good stuff. So yeah. yes, keep coming, buy some tickets, get some passes. Um, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that too makes it so it's like, that's, that's more bang for your buck right there. Like you get, you know, you don't have to pick and choose what you get to go to. If you want to go see everything, you can go see everything. You're going to, you're going to be tired and you're going to, your face is going to hurt, but you're going to get well, to and see if everything. You buy passes, you get into the after parties and all that yeah. kind of stuff too. So you get to hang out with the comics. Yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, that's, it's going to be a blast. So definitely check that out. What's, what's the website again, Nathan? Snow without a W. Snow Jam Comedy Fest. Awesome. Awesome. Comedy Fest or Festival? No, no. Oh, man. Oh, don't know. I'm the worst. Let's see here. Well, you said first fest the first time. So I'm thinking that's that was your first instinct. That's probably the one to go with. I think both get you there. No, nope. okay. It, it is it is fest. It is fest. for sure fest. Nailed it. You know, I just get I just get in you you get in your head, you know. It's yeah. such a long it's such a long <laughs> URL. Yeah. No yeah. damn comedy fest. So um, awesome. Yeah, I yeah, like I said, I, I think this is great. And I, I hope that uh listeners out there, if you are in the South Dakota area, uh that you definitely check this out. Or not, come 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 to the best place on earth at the worst possible time. Yeah, people take in from some good comedy. North of Grand Forks, but yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Like they I've, I've got people in uh southern Iowa that come up. I've got people in Kansas City that yeah. come up every year. It's a it's great great time and this year we've sold out most of our shows in the previous past we've doubled our capacity at both venues so um like we made we found bigger venues so yeah yeah oh i think that's great come out come on out come on out uh let's let's go ahead i'm gonna have you plug this again both of your 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 events at the end of the show but we'll go ahead and move into the second reason why we're here tonight uh, and that is to talk about the Mike Burbiglia film, Sleepwalk With Me. Yes. I'm going to tell you a story, and it's true. I, I always have to tell people that because inevitably someone will come up to me and they'll be like, is that true? And I'll be like, yeah. And they'll be like, was it? I, I don't know how to respond to that. Like, I guess I could say it louder, you know, like, yeah. And they'd be like, it's probably true. Say it louder. And now the big comedian, Matt Pandapiglio. Hey, y'all ready to lip sync? I can't hear you. It's my lip sync joke. So here's what happened. My girlfriend Abby and I moved in together. She's great. And my sister Janet got engaged. You're next. It's coming your way, baby. Better <laughs> up. And everyone started talking about marriage. How long have you and Abby been together? Eight years. Oh, no. Being so long. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And that night, Abby. I started walking in my sleep. There's a jackal in the room. Come back to bed. How long has this sleepwalking been going on? I don't think it's that serious. As things with my girlfriend got more tense, my sleepwalking got more dangerous. You did it, Mac. First place. Thank you. This is the first time I remember thinking maybe I should see a doctor, and then I thought. Maybe I'll eat dinner. I went with dinner. Oh, so so I had asked you if there was a 
particular special that uh you know you really enjoyed and you were kind of like well i could talk about this i could talk about that but i really love uh all things sleepwalk with me and i was like yes yes all yes yes with Regalia yeah. in general yeah but sleepwalk with me is i know that i know that album like yeah. front to back i read the book watched the movie yeah like, yeah it's just i didn't get to see the one-man show but i sure. i it's one of my bigger regrets yeah so well what what is it about this i it's hard to call it a special i guess about this whole sleepwalk with me universe that that you find so that that draws you in so much so i've always been really interested in good storytelling and Mm -hmm. that's what this is it's stand-up but it's not it's storytelling um Oh, Spalding Gray. Do you ever know Spalding Gray? Yeah. Right. Uh, Swimming Tank Cambodia, mm-hmm. stuff like that. He used to do these epic monologues, right? And I had to study yeah. those in college. I was always fascinated with somebody that could talk, tell this one story with all these these uh, detours, right? These detours that seem pointless, but then come back and give you context for the whole story, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's for the first part of this special, we don't know what's happening, mm-hmm. right? So, and I can only, let's speak to just the special right away. We don't yeah. know what's going on. He tells us that I have a sleeping disorder and it's, it manifests in this and he, and he tells us, right? And then he goes through how it affects this hum, human person. So it's so human, right? the the need of storytelling you know it's, it's fantastical storytelling right punched up with jokes and 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 funny and stuff like that but these real moments it was one of the only comedy specials that i've ever openly weeped at and then immediately was laughing yeah right like and and, and multiple times i've listened to this album so many times mm-hmm. it's a it's a like emotionally it, it hits every point right yeah. we've all felt like we were you know we've done bad things and and you know what i mean like he's not the he's not a good guy or a bad guy he's just a person person um and who has these feelings and these um things and it's so well written every every there's not a piece that could be removed from this block of time you know what i mean like i i can't imagine not a single piece missing yeah and so it's so it's so grounded it's so funny it's Mm -hmm. so moving and it's so it's almost educational i guess um the comedy special specifically um and the book yeah so did you were you a fan of the the comedy special and the book prior to the release of the film i don't think i i I didn't do any research on the the release pattern with this uh i know that for me i had seen the film because i had heard the excerpt from this american life and you know knew that they were making this movie and then i was like well as soon as i get a chance to see this i've i've got to scoop it up and i i purchased it on dvd sight unseen just i was like i i want to watch this and this is really the only way i'm going to get to do that and yeah. fell in love with it right right off the bat oh yeah it's a phenomenal movie so yeah. 
I pre-ordered it and got it a signed copy. Yeah. 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 A signed Blu-ray. The book, I don't remember reading it. I'm sure, sure I did it. I think I went right through it pretty quick. But the first, yeah. I, the album yeah. is what I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Mike Birbiglio's had been one of my public journal. It's phenomenal. Um, his two drink Mike is really good, and they're dr- they're pretty different albums. Yeah. Um, two drink Mike is like a one liners comedian sto- telling the story, and then then he became the storyteller. But he was such a strong joke writer, that's why his stories are so tight. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I could talk about Mike Birbiglia forever. Uh, like he it. doesn't want me at his shows anymore. That's how big of a fan I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've been declined at the door. <laughs> I stupidly asked if I could open for him. Just beat your heroes and then just regret everything you've ever done. Yeah. Like to be, get you to that moment. Like the yeah. first time I met him, we were doing a meet and greet after a show. And uh, I was like, they took a picture and I was like, Hey, can you, can you take one more? And he goes, and he goes, why? And he goes, I want to see your face when I ask if I want to see what your face looks like when I ask if I can lick it. And then he went <laughs> like, like it was a genuine reaction. Like what yeah. the fuck? So, <laughs> and then I, then the next time I ran to him in Fargo, I was like, Hey man, do you need an opener? And he's like, I don't really have openers. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yeah so yeah uh, no I, no i like your i like your your story so what was your what was your reaction to i don't know if you even remember what your reaction was to the film the first time you saw it after already being a fan of you know the album was it something it. where it was just like i'm into this it's great this is, this yeah. is the, the best I, way to bring this to life my favorite comedians getting a movie made with Ira Glass and a lot of attention and yeah. got it done well. It was a yeah. strong movie with a great cast and a, mm-hmm. and and well acted. And it was probably the best translation of the the text that I could foresee. Yeah. Right. But again, it's not as good as the book or comedy special right <laughs> right right it's, it's like you know it's like oh they didn't put my favorite part in there you know what i yeah. mean or like my favorite part was relegated to a background bit you know what i mean so it's like because i just rewatched it and i was like ah, why does he call himself matt yeah instead of mike you, and, you know, it's and the, the last name like the last name too it's like oh gosh and, and yeah and which, which is funny because in the album he kind of makes that joke right he's yeah. just like no one can say my name yeah um and he always makes those jokes right before you know probably yeah. is a very difficult name to say <laughs> so and then and then mark Barron's uh cameo is like yeah. mark marhan <laughs> you know whatever yeah, the, the... Maharan. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought that was funny i didn't realize i don't think i knew who mark Marin was at that time sure um but it was it was very very funny yeah the the um the best part was like uh so i don't know if you know this about mike he was uh he used to tour with um mitch hedberg okay him and mitch hedberg were were, he was kind of like a mitch hedberg protege sure right and so there's a moment in the movie 
mm-hmm. all the comics are watching some comedy and it's you can hear yeah. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. And I thought that was I thought that was pretty sweet. Like I, yeah. I had hadn't noticed that before and I got I got a little clumped. Yeah. 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 I I I don't remember that previously, but watching it this time through, I was like, that sounds like that's Mitch Hedberg. Like I've made yeah. that's I, that's Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, um I'm sure he, I'm sure he couldn't get the rights to you know the actually show because it's yeah. it's owned by whoever right but it was i thought it was pretty cool yeah. yeah it was a good it was a good touch it was fun too for me to kind of see um and my girlfriend remarked on this too she i had watched the first half hour of this on my own uh then work and then took a little break to finish it up before we started recording and she watched like the last hour of it with me and she really liked it even after not seeing the whole thing but we were both kind of taken by there are people that are in this movie that I think at the time that it was made, they weren't like well-known. And then mm-hmm. since this movie has come out, you know, Kristen Milioti is in there and plays his sister. Um, I, I uh, oh gosh, I think her name is Aya Cash uh, plays the sisters or the, his girlfriend's best friend. Uh, and she was mm-hmm. in a, a series of her own and also on the boys, the Amazon uh, yeah. kind of anti-superhero yeah. show. You're the so, worst. She was on You're the Worst. That's, that's it. it. That's yeah. yep, That's the show. Um, but it was just... It was, I loved that show. Yeah. And it was just cool to kind of see... It's always fun with, with any kind of older movie to see who pops up in the background. And you're like, oh my God, that's, you know, so-and-so. And it, it's just always kind of fun to see that. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the little nods here and there to different comedians. What what's your favorite element of this movie or, or favorite sequence of this movie? Um, you know, it, it can be like just a scene in particular that kind of stands out to you or just something that really pushes this movie into that upper level for you. The fourth wall breaking mm-hmm. the narrating. Um, yeah. I, th- I, those are my favorite parts when he directly talks to the audience in the, and I think doing, doing that, if you didn't do that, it really isn't sleepwalk with me. Right. Yeah. So like, cause there's that, there's the points is like, I know <laughs> I'm in the future also. <laughs> yeah. But I need you to remember you're on my side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What I, but I, what I think, what I think my favorite part was, is the ending. Um, the endings are v- dramatically different, right. Yeah. Um, from the movie to the, the special, right. Mm-hmm. And especially talks about how his dad um, and how his dad was always pretty close to the vest and, yeah. you know, the, the, he kind of kept everything inside. Right. And, and mm-hmm. now how he feels that and he understands that. Yeah. Right. And, um, but at the, but in the movie they make it more about the relationship, which makes sense because yeah. it's it's a large portion, and that's the that's the the through line we want to hear when we watch a movie because it's kind of a romantic comedy, right? Right. But I, uh, when he talks about, I went and talked to her, and I wondered why she knew we were doomed, why she didn't want to break up, and she didn't. I didn't want to hurt you. And he, he's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. 
we almost went through a lifetime of being miserable because we didn't want to hurt each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, I like, I like just like, I like my body ached. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I'm so happy because I'm a people pleaser uh, yes. through and through. So, so that that's in me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I will, I will, I will put up with something that makes me super uncomfortable for a very long time. Too long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'm luckily I'm in a very loving relationship right now. Mm-hmm. So that has nothing to do with that, but like, right. just like even with like coworkers and boundaries, it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, I've let that happen. And I'm just going to let it keep happening. Cause you seem like you're enjoying it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, um, so that 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 sentiment is nice. That was a very good, um, again, fourth wall breaking, yes. and really tied the movie together, because it would be harder to do that other story without yeah. the way he did it in the special. Yeah, it's it's such a good cap to the film because you you see how unhappy he is in this situation, in this relationship and how anxious he is the whole time, but he can't end it. He can never, he can never close it off because, you know, he, he does care about her feelings. He doesn't want to hurt her. And, you know, don't just because you love someone doesn't mean you are, you know what I mean? Like, right. You, you know, I love a lot of people. I can't talk to it anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes the, the, the thing about it is, is that sometimes they have to be the one to end it. And that's better off for you. Like, you know, who, cause you can't do it yourself oh. because of, yeah, absolutely. For both of you. Yeah. 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 And so that it's, it's, I think living in the Midwest, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are, in that mm-hmm. like i know those people right yeah. like ooh, yeah you know, yeah why are you guys together well we love each other yeah i know right. but why <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like do you think no. that maybe you both would be happier if you didn't have anything yeah. to do with each other anymore well and there's just it's such a sad story but it's not a sad story story yeah right it's Mm -hmm. it's a sad story but it's not a tragedy Mm -hmm. right yeah i mean maybe i'm wrong no i absolutely but it is a tragic story right Mm -hmm. it's a sad uh, it's not a traditional happy ending but i wouldn't call it a a, you know he still gets to follow his dream you know Mm -hmm. um so and i think that's for him that's necessary like i think his his path didn't involve her and definitely didn't revolve around her his mm-hmm. his trajectory to success was stand up comedy and when he finally started getting gig after gig after gig as exhausting as it was i think a lot of the exhaustion didn't come from doing the work the exhaustion came from the stress of this relationship and how to keep it afloat while yeah. he was on the road. And, you know, anytime he would make a mistake. 
and that is the exhausting part about being yeah. on the road. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I've been on the road for uh, eight, nine years and yeah. they, it is, it is, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to maintain relationships. You have to be, um, you have to be thorough. I mean, I have, yeah. I have a three-year-old daughter. If I go on the road, I don't see her for three, four days, Yeah, you know, which isn't, that's, that's far less than other comedians and far more than others. Right. But like, you know, face making time to FaceTime, right? Mm-hmm. Like seven o'clock, I know I'm going to be on a, doing a show in an hour, but I have to spend as much time FaceTime with my daughter or talking to my wife after yeah. every show I call my wife. So it's, it, it can be exhausting mm-hmm. um, maintaining the relationship while you're away. Yeah. And, and also being emotionally connected while you're away yeah. is so hard right? Because yeah. you, there's nothing you can do. And so it almost hurts more. But sorry, yeah. I was talking no, about I, you know, and I was gonna, I was gonna say, Nathan, one of the reasons, like that I enjoy talking with you so much, is that you're, you're not guarded. Like, it's, it's you're you're, I mean, you're very open with the things that you say, we had a very uh touching conversation when we talked about tommy boy and i appreciate that you're just willing to be honest and and open and i you know i I think that knowing that the the road can be tough and and what things go along with that why it's tough um it's just another side of this that i don't i don't know that people can really understand from you know watching a Netflix comedy special and seeing somebody that they enjoy do a performance. And then it's like, Oh, the show, that's the show. That's it. It's over. They're done. No, no. They probably are going to go to another city, do that show again, you know? And then if there's somebody in their life, how do they maintain that balance with them while on the road? And we we can talk, this gets away from sleepwalk with me, but the it's crazy. I've noticed this a lot lately is I'm when I go into a town I do a lot of small towns like bar gigs and stuff like that. When I go into a town, I get there early because I don't want to be late. Right. Mm-hmm. And I sit down at the bar and people kind of know because they saw your face on the flyer or maybe they don't even know there's a comedy show there. But there is there is nothing. No one is interested in talking to you except for the guy that you sort of sat by. Yeah. And it's only because he's being nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, so the, before the show is very lonely, mm-hmm. right? You're, and maybe you have another comic with you and that's, that's a godsend. Not yeah. always. I don't always have a comic or sometimes our comics are prick. Um, <laughs> right. And so you got to get, you got to get everything you needed to get done before the show. Like you have to shit, you have to, you know, do everything you're going to do. I also have to be in a headspace where you're ready to, give everything for it, you know, to this thing. Yeah. And then you do your show. And if it goes well, you're king. You're absolutely everyone wants to hang out with you. They want to tell you why they're, you know, why they're not racist. They want to tell you like what, you know, oh, I did that same thing, right? Uh, did, did you know that I did that? And I'm like, no, I just no. met you. You know what I mean? But they know you because yeah. you just gave all all of yourself to them. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so then you're king, right? Mm-hmm. And all you can think about is now I'm the pretty girl at 
at the party, but I've been here yeah. for the last three hours. Yeah. And I had nothing to do with it until I showed my tits. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like you only have interest in me. So, so, that, so that's lonely, right? right? These, these people's relationship is very conditional. And if mm-hmm. you eat shit, no one, a couple people are talking to you, yeah. but they're, it's a very different conversation. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like, Oh, Hey, you know, that was fun. You know, stuff like that. So it's like, so there's this intense look and then you go back to where the hotel, yeah. right. And you find yourself watching TV and that's, that's, that was that in sleepwalk with me, that loneliness mm-hmm. is portrayed yeah. and it's happy at first. Right. That the, the moment he gets he gets into that first hotel, he's playing with the light, he's jumping on the bed, but then it it moves into the normal, and this is sadness, yeah. right? Like this is this is you know I'm I'm at another hotel, I'm I have to deal with my home shit, I'm mm-hmm. you know all that kind of stuff. So like that always connected with me. My Mike Birbiglia yeah. does a really good job at like subtly showing how the the bad parts of a of a of a good situation yeah yeah i i think it's interesting because i i, I feel like the film especially but but the special ah you know maybe not the special so much but the the movie definitely has these multiple stories that are kind of happening all at the same time you've got him dealing with the sleep disorder his relationship mm-hmm. which is of course connected to the sleep disorder but then it's the, the sleep yeah, but then it's it's his his trajectory through stand-up comedy. And mm-hmm. I feel like what this movie does really well, and this is this is definitely from an outsider's perspective. I have no no foot in the game. I don't know anything. But you're I feel right. like I don't know what you're gonna say, but you're probably right. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of honesty and and truth because of the, the kind of storyteller that he is from from watching his specials and listening to his albums that if 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 he's making a movie about it he's not going to hold back in making that movie that it can be a very lonely that it can be a very exhausting and fickle and uh just a, a challenging job as e- even as it is rewarding and i think that's yeah, i mean I, very little reward yeah very little reward yeah um like i remember taking those you know those hundred dollar six hour drive gigs Mm -hmm. and that is when you when that when those hit i'm getting paid to do this Mm -hmm. right you're not if you break it down hourly yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know but like but it is, and I still take some of those, you know what I mean? So sure. it's, it's like, um, it's, it's heart. You have to, it's heart and brain, right? Mm-hmm. Two very separate things. And he says that right away. It's just Mark, the Mark Maheron character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you gotta tell yourself you're killing, man. It's the only way to make it, make it through. Right. And then eventually yep. you will. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a trip. Like, did I, I and mean, this is a little off topic. Did you see uh Don't Think Twice? I did. I did. I I so enjoyed that the, one. At the, that, at the end of the movie, what did it make you want to do? 
so it's been a while <laughs> since okay. I have seen this one. Uh, and while the movie is about improv, it definitely did not make me want to do <laughs> improv. Like okay. it, it made me, I don't know. Did it make you want to make more movies? Did it make you want to do, to, to give something your all? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, but it also made me want to make sure that the people in my life that I connect with know how important they are to me. Yeah. Like through whatever, whatever realm that I'm doing that. Cause it was like, you know, you've got that, that group of friends that does the, 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 the comedy troupe together, like, and they're yeah. in it thick and thin until of course they're not. Uh, but yeah, I, it, I, I thought it was a great movie about that urge to be creative. So I watched that movie at, for the, the Co- film Dakota. Sure. Right. It was the film Dakota screening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching that and a friend of mine who, who used to be my writing partner came up to me and he's like, I would just watch that movie with you. Or like, yeah. you know, I was in the same theater with me. I can't, I, I really want to do stand up again. Right. It made him want to do stand up again because yeah. he, he, you know, you can try and you can try and you can, you can get some success. Yeah. So that's what he saw. Yeah. Right. Is you, this the giving everything to, you can't. Right. Mm-hmm. And then me giving everything I can saw my relationships falling away and mm-hmm. not being friends with friends I really generally care about. Right. Yeah. And me wanting to quit this yeah. thing that I love because this is more important to me. Right. And this, right. this feeds the other hand. Right. So, yeah. So like uh, that's that's an interesting thing coming from a person that's given it all and lost relationships, but also found a balance, right? Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, I yeah. know that's I'm just a huge Mike Perpelia fan. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I I am too. I think I, I I think this movie is excellent. I it was funny because it's like, you know, every so often the Netflix specials will pop up, and I know that he has one that's uh, specifically for Netflix. Um, maybe two that are specifically for Thank Netflix. For jokes. Yeah, but then 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 the other ones kind of like uh, my 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 girlfriend's boyfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend's boyfriend, and yeah. that is not made for Netflix. Yeah, that and that one will sure. Yeah, yeah, and it'll pop up every now and again, and it's like you know, for me, those ones, uh, the John Mulaney specials, the Bo Burnham specials, whenever those pop up. I have to convince myself. I'm like, no, you're not going to watch these again and again and again. You've seen them. You know, they're great. Watch something new. And then if you have some spare time where you're just looking for something to kind of have on in the background and enjoy, that's what they're for, but they're great. Like his, his specials are just so, as you said earlier, he's a storyteller. That's kind of what I, I, I think of him first. He's a hilarious comedian but mm-hmm. the way that he does his comedy is unfolding a story and well, that's and, the best. And that's weird. That's kind of unfair because Sleepwalk with me isn't technically a comedy special. It is, it is a one man show. Right. It was an off Broadway one man show. Right. And so was my sister or my girlfriend's boyfriend. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so, and so, but, so thank God for jokes is more of a blend of both. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they, and they, yeah, they have that, they have that kind of feel, but I mean, with, uh, 
uh, Mulaney and, and Bo Burnham as well. Those yeah. are two people that they're, they're telling jokes, but I but feel I, like there's a, there's a through line of yeah. kind of who they are as people. And I, I really appreciate that. And that's, you know, I, I can't really say that that's who I gravitate to more because, you know, I grew up Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy, like those were the, the stand-up gods to yeah. me. And I forget they about would tell stories. HBO specials. Yeah. Cause that, that, that was, that affected me. Yeah. I mean the golf bit. Are you kidding me? So yeah, yeah that's, 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 I, I need to add that to the five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, they're, they're, they're telling stories, but it's, it's the jokes. It's the jokes that hit. So it's kind of like, I like a little bit of everything, but I think with, with Birbiglia, especially, especially I just really like him as a storyteller and could listen to him tell stories all the time, all the time. So, um, yeah. Any, any other thoughts, anything that like, if you were to, to sell this movie to someone who's never seen it before, what would your, your way to entice them be or is there a particular scene that you think would work to lure them in i i think it would be depend on the snap judgments i make for a person because i think this sure. could be for everybody right yeah. you know what i mean so like yep. if if you know if it was a I think I don't know. Yeah. I think I would do the this if I was gonna snip out a trailer, I think I would do the part where he's in the green room with Mark Marin. Yeah. Right. And he's just like, I should <laughs> what he talks is like what I should have said was I don't really have 30 minutes. I'm more of like 15, maybe 10, right? What I did say is yeah. yeah and then it cuts to the green <laughs> the green room with him and mark Marin, where he's just like i don't and he's just like just make fun of him you know yeah. like just just make fun. he's like i don't like to do that because last time i did that they hit me right and so like <laughs> i would show that scene to him going on stage him barfing out the back door all yeah. that kind of stuff i think that's, yeah. that would be my snippet of like this is a good introduction to what you think this movie might be mm-hmm. yeah I think that's I think that's a really good sequence. Uh, the joy of technology uh, and and internet decided that the episode was going to end prematurely, uh, but I'm not having that. So we're we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, somehow Zoom cut off for me. It was so good too. We we yeah. hugged. It was great. It was, I, we were both in tears. We both you know felt like we got forgiveness from our fathers. It, it was, was it was a pretty emotion. moving moment, but that, yeah. that'll never happen in podcasting again. No one will ever no. get to know what we what we went through together in that right. moment. So I don't know. We'll just I guess we'll have to fake it and do it again sometime. <laughs> uh, lost in the sands of time. Yeah, of course we're gonna have to do this again. I'm gonna be on here until I have more appearances than Ryan Stoic. Yeah, and anytime you have a show, if you just want to be like, "Hey, you want to talk for like ten minutes, and you can put up a mini episode," and I'll be like, "Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, put a, let's just let's just pull up my schedule on my website <laughs> www.nathanholtz.com. That's Holtz H U L T S. Nathan spelled Yeah, I mean, I'm in a private event. We could talk about that. I secret show. 
uh, the February 11th. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be at the Running Aces Casino in in uh, where is this running? It's like northern, just north of Minneapolis. I think it's like Forest Lake, something like that. Okay. Uh, I'm at the Grey Goose Store and Social Club in Pierre, South Dakota. Okay. On February 18th, somewhere in Grand Island, I will be telling jokes on March 5th. So we can we we've got a couple dates that I can just jump on your podcast before. Cause I want to, I want to bust Ryan out of that the most on your podcast. Yeah. Let's but, just, let's, let's randomly have you on in February for like a 15 minute episode where it's yeah. just like, Nathan, what shows are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you got coming up in the next couple of weeks? What are we going to talk about? Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I think just kind of rounding things off here, uh, sleepwalk with me is fantastic. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, uh, you definitely, definitely should. Um, I don't have a different set of fat five questions for you, Nathan, you already did them, but I did start a new question since the last time you've been on. So you will get, you'll get the You'll get the the one burrito, I guess, is the best best way to do this one. Um, and that question is, since the name of this show is Let's Talk About, and I use the taco scale to rate movies, uh, create for me your perfect taco. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm, I'm so ready. Okay. So what you're going to take. So I want to be very clear. I am. Okay. I am. I am pro flour tortilla. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But if we're, if we're talking tacos, mm-hmm. we're talking tacos. I want uh, a, a scratch made corn tortilla. Yeah. Double. I want two layers yeah. steamed sure. to the point where they don't have very much structural integrity. Heck yeah. Right. I want just enough to hold all of the toppings I'm about to throw at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want a, carne asada base marinated slow cooked yeah okay right i want then here's hear me out i want i want like a little chorizo right so if you if you if you're gonna be like if you're gonna be like if you're gonna be like uh you know a drink it'd be like one part um tortilla yeah uh two parts carne asada one part chorizo yeah right Okay. Um, and these are a street taco, so get your lettuce out of it. Yeah. Get your lettuce out of there. I like no. lettuce. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm pro lettuce in the taco, not this taco. Sure. Okay. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna do just a just a hint of queso. Just a just a smattering, mm-hmm. a little bit of salsa, right? Okay. Red, probably. Yeah. Um, then I'm gonna put guacamole in thick guacamole. Okay. Thick, right mm-hmm. on top. Yeah. Right. Maybe if I'm feeling 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 good and it's a little too spicy, yeah. maybe it'll just a little little sour cream. Okay, okay, just a, just a tiny bit of sour cream, sure. right? That is right there, right? So that's my taco, right? Yeah. So carne asada, um, and then hot sauce just sporadically, as yeah. not in between bites, not not all the way, like yeah. just on there. Just like I take a bite, oh, I want I want this next spice to be hot, and then just a little bit more hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds delicious. Like I've already had, I've already had a dinner for the night, but I think it's time for second dinner. Uh, 
Because that, that sounds. Let me go eat some more roast beef. <laughs> Take a little pinch of that roast beef, that one pounder. I think that was. I think that was before the podcast it was, started. It was, but man, <laughs> if there's anything that uh, I relate to the most during this entire show, <laughs> it's that pinch of roast beef. <laughs> just a, just like a, you know, you know, like how some people like try to get a dip off a friend. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give you a dip out of a dip out of my my roast beef tin. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Let me get some of that beef. <laughs> Let, me get, Let me get a little raw in there. Mm. Pop it in the lip. You know, Oof. just suck on it for a little bit. Well, what a good roast. That's a good roast. <laughs> this high V? Is this wintergreen? <laughs> this is freshly cut. This ain't no Oscar Meyer roast beef. <laughs> yeah, this is good roast beef, man. Uh, Nathan, as always, uh, it has been just a joy getting to talk to you. It always is. Um <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have you on multiple times. Like that's just, that's, that's the way it is. Uh, that's the way it's going it. to be. Into, I hope your fans love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. I've, I have, like I said, I have gotten nothing but compliments. Uh, you know, I ask people sometimes like what, if I were to try to sell the show to somebody and I needed a list of like five episodes for them to check out, uh, yeah. multiple people, uh, most everybody that I've asked actually has said that the Tommy boy episode with you oh, is good. the one. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, uh, I do have to, I do have to plug one last thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. No, I, plug away. I have my own podcast with John Michaels, a uh, very funny comedian slash uh, uh, just, just a wreck of a person. Yeah. Uh, John Michaels. We have a podcast where we we talk about what made us cry every week because we're both criers. It's called oh the Town God. Crier Podcast. The Town Crier Podcast. We talk about what made us cry, what made us smile every week. So, yeah. if you ever need are, a guest, <laughs> we are on hiatus right now, okay. but we will be back soon. Yeah. So. If if you ever need a guest, uh, want to talk about crying? Good God, man! I cry. <laughs> every single day <laughs> i'm telling you man we just yeah. what, what was the best we just yeah. stop this we'll, we'll record my podcast right now yeah we're gonna this is it we're done uh moving <laughs> on to the town crier <laughs> uh so other than your podcast nathan once again where yeah. where can people find you live and 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 the 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 shows that you are plugging where can where can we find so, but, information so go to nathanholtz.com. All of the ticket links that I have are available there. So nathanholtz.com. Um, if you go to that, you can get see my shows. If you want to go, uh, we're going to be at the Bosses Comedy Club in the T Steakhouse location. It's no longer the T Steakhouse. It's now Bosses Sports Bar. But Bosses Comedy Club is moving there. We're opening there um, January 15th at 8 p.m. Get your tickets soon. They are going to sell out. Then the following week, 19th through the 22nd, we have the Snow Jam Comedy Festival uh, running every day that week. We got after parties. We got a lot of fun. We got seminars. We've got comedy and comedy and comedy. So funny, funny people and funny different situations and in funny ways are going to tell your yuck yucks. So come to that. Get a pass. It's like 75, 80 bucks and you can go to everything. Uh, Snow Jam Comedy Festival excuse me snow jam comedy fest.com and that's snow without the w yeah s-n-o and all of the ticket sales go towards uh special olympics of south dakota special olympics south dakota yeah 
Awesome. Awesome. Uh, other than your website, can people find you on social media? Do you plug any of that stuff as well? At Nathan Holtz. Yeah. Uh, and I post on there occasionally. Usually sure. I, have, I have a little nugget or something there. But yeah, uh, yeah check me out. Little, At Nathan little, Holtz. H-U-L-T-S. Yeah. A little something special for the people who follow you. So yeah. that's good. Uh, Nathan, it has been a real, real treat, my friend. You, you, I love doing your podcast. Do you, you make me feel so good. Yeah, you, you, good. you are truly like a, just like a, you're like a warm blanket to talk to. Oh, that's the, that's probably the nicest thing I've heard today. <laughs> um, you're just like, you're like comforting, supportive, but also you like, you give me the space I want. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, sometimes, sometimes you're over there. Sometimes you're around my, around my shoulders. Give me a big old hug. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I'm here to I'm here to guide you through the conversation, give you a little give you a little pat on the back, give you a nice little By hug way, at some points. Your Q and A's at the State Theater have been so good. You are such a great moderator. Stop it! Stop I'm not. It. I'm not gonna. I won't. I won't. That's very. It needs to be said. You are your moderating has been. I so I only get a little bit because I, yeah. I don't I always go I can't go I'm usually sure. like working yeah but I I get clips of it right mm-hmm. the like live, live stream and stuff like that and yeah and everyone's talking about it. I was like oh the Q and A was so good and I'm like Andy Hiller he's like yeah he was really good because <laughs> you because you're both excited inquisitive and also like uh, uh can be critical too yeah which I think is very crucial for a moderator yeah yeah you 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 want to uh highlight the good and mm-hmm. acknowledge the not yeah. as good but yeah. don't uh, don't don't dwell on it don't dwell yeah, on it. yeah. keep keep yeah. the good keep, keep the good vibes flowing yeah yeah oh my god so yeah thank you so I, much thank you so much nathan i'm i am so glad we got to do this Once again, a huge thank you to Nathan. Uh, Seriously, just, I always enjoy getting to talk with Nathan uh, about anything and everything. And he's just, just a blast to have on the show. And uh, yeah, I just, I just super enjoy it. Uh, You should definitely go check out NathanHoltz.com to see all of the events that he has going on uh, coming here soon. And then if you need tickets to his upcoming show, you want to act fast. So NathanHoltz.com. Uh, also go to SnowJamComedyFest.com. Snow without the W. Snowfest Comedy. Snow SnowJamComedyFest.com. Uh, and get your tickets to to Snow Jam. Uh, yeah, I, I just think. You know, I think for, for the price tag, the $75, $80, uh, you're going to get a lot. Like, it just sounds like there's so much going on over the course of the that four days. Uh, and, and the money's going to a really great cause. Uh, so, yeah, if you're a fan of comedy, if you're a fan of Nathan, uh, if you're a fan of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I would highly recommend... Uh, getting your ticket and checking it out. It sounds like it is going to be a blast. So, one more time, since I screwed it up once, snowjamcomedyfest.com. Check it out. And that is going to do it for this week's episode. Um, You can find me online at, at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd. Just do a search for 
fat dude digs flicks and you will find me there uh subscribe to this podcast like this podcast rate and review this podcast share this podcast with your friends comment on this podcast entry on social media uh i want to get this thing out to as many ears as possible and the best way to do that is with your help your recommendation your rating your reviews your sharing so please help me do that um i love getting to do this show know that if you subscribe to this podcast not only do you get the interview show let's talk about but you also get the criterion break uh with my co-hosts blake ginnethan and derek veerink where we dive into the criterion collection proper and the criterion channel and talk about our love for all things Criterion. So that's two podcasts for the price of one, uh, which is free. So what, what a, what a bargain. Uh, make sure you check out Backlot 605. Uh, the guys at Backlot are always doing great work. The Schmuckies are coming up pretty soon. That is their end of year uh, kind of award show where they will uh, uh, unveil the best of 2021 in movies. Um, I know that is coming up on <laughs> shit. I'm going to screw it up. Go, go to backlot six Oh five on Facebook. And it's, it's right there. You're, you're not going to miss it. Um, I, I helped with the nominating, uh, but I will not get to choose the winner. So let's, let's show the team your support and send good vibes to Brian, Sam, and Derek, who will be the award committee. They will pick the winner live during the presentation. So help help sway their votes. Uh, what else do I have to promote? Anything? If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please send an email to fatdudedigsflicks. If you'd like to be on the show, if you have some recommendations for me to watch, please send me an email. I would love to have a conversation with you. It'd be great. Uh, that's going to do it for now. I don't think I've got anything else to talk about. So, uh, we'll see you here next week and we will, we will see you here next week. I'm, I'm back. I've got a, a string of episodes to record, so I'll be around for a while. So make sure you are back here next week. Same fat time, same fat channel, and let's talk about movies. Uh, stay safe out there. Get your vaccination. Wear your masks. Double mask. Make sure you're wearing that surgical mask. Stay safe for you. Stay safe for those around you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Fat Dude Digs Flicks.